0: Everyone, welcome to this edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Here with me, Janice Malone, your host. And uh, this is a very special show we're bringing you right now. It's a tribute show to a great American. Actually, he just didn't belong to America. Little Richard belonged to the world. His music was just priceless and it's ageless and unfortunately little Richard passed away uh, May 9th of uh, just a few days ago and what what a great loss this is to the world of entertainment and especially to music, pop culture. Seven decades little Richard just filled our hearts and our feet with dancing and just oh he was just just so special. He was nicknamed the innovator, the originator and the architect of rock and roll. yes, he was all of that and then some. I was a singer, a songwriter, a fantastic piano player, and just so just so charismatic and flamboyant. His stage presence was just magical. Uh, so many great entertainers who were superstars now uh, own, you know, so much of their style to, from Michael Jackson to Prince and just so many, so many. And they, um, you know, openly admitted that they, you know, what an influence that he was on so many of today's top superstar performers. Just, I don't know. I was just, spellbound whenever I would see him perform as a little kid and as an adult and, you know, his great songs, Tutti Fruity, Long Tall Sally, Lucille, Good Golly Miss Molly, all of them, just, they're, they're just classic. They're still, these songs never will fade or, or die away in time, never. As long as the world stands, I know these songs will continue to entertain the world. Well, I am very fortunate that I got the opportunity to interview little Richard back in the early 90s and this was a a time when I was just starting out in my career as an entertainment uh journalist uh interviewer person or whatever you want to call it and I got the opportunity to talk to this legend and I was just in awe uh, that I was talking to the great little Richard. It was just so cool. At the time, I was living in Houston, uh, and so we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play the interview. It's a total of about 32 minutes long, and I mean, we are talking about a lot from his marriage. Well, he didn't go a lot into that, but uh, he mentioned his uh, former wife. A um, little Richard also had a son. Um, Danny Jones Peniman, he was an adopted son that he adopted him when he was only a year old, so uh just you know little Richard has such a big heart for people, and so um it's just a lot we we talk about a lot, I mean, you just gotta listen to it, and I was just so thrilled that we went to our big vault of where we keep a lot of our classic interviews. I have so many classic interviews, I'm going to start uh, bringing some of these interviews to share with you guys, the listeners out here, It's a whole different project, but let's get started with uh, the late, great Little Richard, and my interview with him, this was in the early 90s, early 1990s, so let's begin, uh, the tape, by the way, I know this may not sound like me, because I sound like I'm 12 years old, or 10 years old, (laughs) on this tape. Uh the quality might be a little bit iffy, just a tiny bit, because we had to transfer it from cassette to digital. So we did the best we could. We were trying to hurry up and get this done. But anyway, uh, me and little Richard from the early 90s. So let's roll it right now.
1: So I would like for them to just think that and feel that. That's what I'm... And it really, it, it's a good feeling when, I, when young people call my name. Uh, I enjoy older people calling my name, too. But uh-huh. when a young person says something special, <laughs> like a chill goes through you, you know? Yeah. When a, when a young guy or a young girl says oh. little ratchet, uh, it, it catches my attention quickly.
2: Yeah, because you are the original.
1: Oh, yes, Lord. I, think I had to stop exercising. I was exercising with forks and knives and spoons and paper. <laughs> I had to cut that out. I I, I looked at it show that the Gloria they had me on not long ago about Christmas and I saw my stomach and I, I, my tummy I said, let me let this go. <laughs> uh, and I've been known that Dick Gregory has died ever since. Oh, I've tried died. that. I tried that.
2: Uh, did that.
1: it work for
2: you? Yeah, I, I lost about 20 It worked for me?
1: Yeah. And I tell you, I've lost about five pounds. I'm sure
2: he's going to be Hear that.
1: Oh yes, well, and and I also take the sit-ups, thirty sit-ups in the morning.
2: Oh
1: God, isn't that a grueling thing to do? Yeah, but but I just want, you know, when you I want to look good, you know, and when it, when it makes you feel good, and I want to look younger, you know, and that's that, that's a fight.
2: Yeah, it
1: when is. When you're fighting with all the time, you know. Out. That's right. about the name of-
2: Well, uh, you mean my
1: dressing? Uh-huh. Um, if, uh huh. Um, my my idea of dressing. porque Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, folks, when you see Michael Jackson... I believe it would be the style of rock, I believe it would be more settled. I, I brought the wildness in it. You know, when I when Jimi Hendrix became my guitarist, uh when he was a boy, uh, uh you, you got remember James Brown was my vocalist. Right. You know, and the Beatles was a singing group with me, I was with Beatles with me, and Billy Preston was my pianist. Yeah. At the age of fourteen years old. Uh I, I, I just think about uh, uh and Joe Tex, uh Otis Redding. I I I think about um I, 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 let me say it this way. I'm glad that God gave me the, 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 what he gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the talent that he gave me and the creativity that I have that came from him, that he's given me this little gift that he gave to lead to the world, to give to the world. Because it all came from on high. Sure. You know, he gave us the musical abilities. The same G that you find in bark is in rock.
2: Right. Very well.
1: Spoken. I never thought of music that way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no different. Uh, uh, and, um, and I'm just glad that I, I was able, through him, to contribute uh, 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 these abilities that he has given me to show and to, to know and to let the world see what can be done and what a poor black boy from a family of 12 kids can, you know, you can make it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, from a poor family with nothing.
2: You have really, really been working at it
1: at heart. All my life, and, and all my life, you know. Uh, for 40-some years, I've been in the business.
2: So what was it like for you to
1: travel on tour during the 50s and the 60s? Oh my God, it was <laughs> hell. Really? Uh, 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 you know, I couldn't go to no restaurant. I couldn't go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't stop no place. You know, we just had the ride. You know, uh, uh, I couldn't go to the bathroom. You know, and if we didn't have it in our car, we had to stop on the side of the road to eat. We had to sleep on the road. I would have to sleep in the car and go on the stage that go to the city, right out of the car. The car was my dressing room. God, that... What? I mean... Uh, uh,
2: it, it
1: was real hard, but back in that time, it was all you had. And so you made... The- education.
2: Did you doubt that
1: you could come back during that time? Well, no, I never doubted, because God has given me a gift. You know, I can look at a person and tell what they are. You know, I, 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 God, I have a gift that God gives me. I have a gift that God gave me, a beautiful gift. I don't I, I think that's going to happen before they happen. Sometimes I don't tell nobody. I have a gift that the Lord is not thanking for it.
2: the lowest point of your career was your accident. It it was the
1: accident in the hospital. I have 36 pins in my leg. Mm -hmm. My tongue was cut out. My uh, head was just torn up in the top. My lips was cut and my bladder was uh, was punctured. God brought me back. Everybody was saying that I would never walk again. It's a miracle that you're here now. Oh, God, God got me here. That's when I got to do his will. You know, that's through my music, I got to show love. Through my acting, I got to show love to all people of all races, creeds, and colors. Because God is the God of love for all people. We are His bouquet. And He wants us to stay planted in, in His love. And when the reign of evil comes, He wants us to stay sheltered under His love. Where the We all need each other, all people. We got to help each other. We got to stop condemning and criticizing. We got to help. We got to show the way. We got to be a light in this dark world. So what does acting do for you that music doesn't do for you? Um, It's, just, it's another mountain for me to climb. And I'm so thankful to God that he has enabled me to climb this mountain and to meet people that want me to do these things and, and relax it happen for me. God for, for Gloria Boyce. She's been a great inspiration in my life, and I, I'm so glad that I've met her. I believe that it was predestined for me to meet her, and, and Bill House, and, and, and uh, uh, you know, many people. You know, I just thank God. You, you. I'm glad to have the opportunity to talk to you. It's going to be a blessing and a lesson. Oh, that's
2: wonderful.
1: So that the people can see and hear the truth. From a pioneer, you know, Yes. and that God, you know, oh, most of my friends are dead and gone. You know, Roy Olson just died the other yes, night. Yes. Johnny Cash had two bypass things yesterday. It's yesterday, and I'm here for the reason, not just the season. Uh-huh. And I thank God, for God to God be the glory. And I found out a long time ago that it's not the glory, it's the story.
2: And you've got quite a story. And I
1: want the whole world to know. And I tell my friends that the grass may look greener on the other side. But believe me, it's just as hard to cut. Well,
2: is there any type of, uh, I know there have been books and things written about your life. Is there a movie in the project uh, on yes, your side? We have people that want to do a movie. We don't know who it's going to be. Who would you like to see portray you if you could decide
1: on? I, I would love to see Michael Jackson do it. I think it'd be great. I would love to see Michael. I love Michael. I I, I would like to see uh, uh, Eddie Murphy do it. I'm sending your home.
2: This is at least two, from each Uh, decade. You mean from the past, from each each, each one? Because you, you... From each each one? Two from each one. Um. Because I have a feeling you're going to be here in the 90s,
1: too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, my God. Um. And and when I saw this woman, it just touched me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And um, I, I liked her. Thank And
2: they said that I'm not... Uh,
1: yeah, uh, How, what is your reaction well, to that? Well, my reaction is that they don't know what they're talking about. They never have, never did, never will. And that they, uh, 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 you know, uh, um, as I stated just now, that the grass may look greener on the other side, of just hard to cut. And they don't have no heaven to put me in. Because they think it doesn't matter what they think. They don't have no heaven to put me in. They can give me hell. But they sure can't give me heaven. <laughs> you know? And, and, and uh, I, I'm not betting on them. Huh. You know, said I'm, I'm out to tell his story, not their story. Their story's been told. That they're a bunch of devils that need God.
2: Yeah,
1: some of these stories are still being told. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well,
2: look, like, during that time back then, did would you have considered
1: or did you consider being an evangelist like that uh, uh yes uh, uh um uh yes i did i considered that but I, it's a lot of things that i saw that um, I, I i'm a realist i, I don't play the god i never have never will uh uh, uh glory again. And, and when I work, it's my job, God not use money. Mm-hmm. I got to eat, I got to sleep, I have to pay my bills, I got to live.
2: Yeah.
1: And that don't keep me from serving Him. If anything comes in my way of me serving God, then I can't do it. You understand me? Oh, sure. I love God. He's first in my life. So I know He paid the price.
2: I heard you say on a talk show, I thought it was, It may be wrong, but I think it was Donahue, uh-huh. two or three years ago. I heard you say that during that time that you were ready for marriage. Is that still true today? Well, uh, I've been married once. I was married for many years to a girl named Ernestine
1: Harvey, out of Washington, D.C. And my wife, she's a beautiful person, but we're better friends now than we were then. So like my parents. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, 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 you know, she goes to her house and I go to mine. She comes to see me. Uh, uh, and she still tell me what I shouldn't do, what I need to stop. She's she, she a good person, but you know, she was like a mama. Mm-hmm. She's, and, and she's sweet. But I wouldn't marry nobody now if they had Ruby, toenails and Diamond alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, God has to tell me to marry i I leave people out now to get you, you know? Oh, yeah. Not, not only women, I'm talking about men, too. Yeah. Men want a woman that got a career, that got a house, that got a car, mm-hmm. so they won't have to work. That's true. Everybody's so lazy today. Now, there are a few exceptions, you know. though. if I had a good woman that really loved me, I don't care what color she was, it don't matter. She could be smud black or uh, lily white. It don't matter. If God tell me that this is my woman, she's mine, and I'd be there. Because two hearts are better than one. And we all get to that period that we need somebody, yeah. and we want somebody to talk to us. I think companionship is more than anything that people need, don't you? Oh, yeah. Just somebody to talk to and to share with. Because when you buy yourself, you don't even want to cook, you don't want to eat. Mm-hmm. You just pick up a biscuit and go on, you know? <laughs> when somebody's there, you put a piece of steak with it. <laughs> wow. Well, I got
2: two more questions to Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to have to have a biscuit for
1: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you do that. You can come and share my turkey
2: you wish wished I could. Are you in No, I'm in Houston. Oh, you're
1: in Texas? Yeah. This is where I got my spot in i the urban tell them about it. <laughs> <laughs> my mama always gets over there that I talk too much.
2: Yeah, but sometimes it's
1: needed. In the mouth.
2: <laughs> but it's needed. I think sometimes it's needed. That was yes, one of those times. Well, well, if you don't speak, nobody knows what you're saying. Exactly, and I'm guilty and of that. And sometimes you have to. Well, tell me, it's my last question. Uh-huh. What is the biggest misconception the public has about Little
1: Richard? They think I'm crazy. Oh. They think I'm a... Not, I'm a goof, goof, sloop I just said, no, uh, uh, um, I'm more intelligent than they think. Uh-huh. You know, uh, um, I, I didn't finish school, and and I urge everybody to go because you're gonna need it. And if you want to be a, a, a star, an entertainer, you need to really get all the education you can get. Oh yes, especially nowadays.
0: one and only, the legendary, iconic Little Richard himself. I, I don't know what to say. He just, he's just such a magical person. And um, as you can see, we were having a lot of fun, ranging from talking about just almost everything from A to Z and in, everything in between. And uh, he just loved people of all colors, all ages. Um, And people loved him from around the world, obviously, and he will be so missed. Oh, my goodness, he will be so missed. I remember seeing him uh, when I was living in Nashville in the earlier part of the time when I first kind of moved to Nashville, and I saw him at a couple of events. And, you know, just I took some pictures of him. I did an interview for, for that. Those events, I was there—a whole different situation. But just seeing him uh, perform, and it was because uh, he performed, gosh, all the way up until his late seventies, I believe, or mid seventies. Definitely in his definitely in his seventies or so. But his music will live on forever, and his image, and his uh, delightful personality that he had. Everybody just loved Little Richard. How could you not? How could you not? So anyway, uh, that is our tribute to the late, great Little Richard. And we want to thank everyone for listening, as always. And uh, we're going to close it out right here. So Once again, thank you for listening to this very special edition of Film Festival Radio Show. And we will see you guys on our next show. So take care. Stay healthy.